Hey guys, it's Edge Martinez. They call me the voice of New York. And 50 years ago, hip hop started right here in New York City. And we're celebrating the five boroughs all year long. Check out nyctourism.com forward slash hip hop for cultural stories, events, interviews, and more. nyctourism.com forward slash hip hop. everyone this is the go long podcast part two so part one we broke down the teams we think are positioned really well for 2022 post free agency post draft now it's time to look at the uh the teams who uh, you know maybe, maybe not so much jim um i, I kind of went out on a limb on one team particularly in part one i think you're going to go out on a limb here so why don't you uh Take the stage. So, yeah. So, you know, I, I went big with, you know, I can't believe I think Green Bay and Buffalo should be good this year. Um, the teams I think I've had enough of. It's a good way to put it. That I think are going to take a step back. Tampa and Dallas. Could obviously could be way off, but, and it, I love Dak Prescott. But at some point, are they going to take that next step with him? And Brady, I'm not going to say, obviously, I'm not going to say he's going to be the problem. But once again, at some point, you know, and I didn't think they played that great last year. Like, I didn't think Brady was even that great last year. You know, I thought he played well. Um, But I just think those two teams, I I think it's going to take, they're going to come back to the pack mm-hmm. a little bit more, you know, let some other teams get ahead of them. Oh, a little overrated. Maybe, maybe the way to say it. I For like, me. I like the, I like going out on a limb here. It's two division winners, one team that yeah. won a Super Bowl two years ago and has the greatest player of all time. <laughs> so I have a hard time putting anything or anybody on, in, in a group like this that consists of Tom Brady, but hey, but the other thing is I picked, you know, two, these two teams in the NFC, which honestly isn't that great. We so. spent a lot of time on Baltimore, obviously in, in the first part and just how they're constructed the right way. And you have a decider, you know, at the top, you know, it was, back to Ozzie mm-hmm. Newsome, Eric DaCosta, but that decider is listening to everybody and you're coming to some pretty sound decisions. Right. They, don't, they don't always work out, but there's a pretty clear and concise hierarchy and way of doing business. Not the case in Dallas, right? I, we don't, I mean, they're joking about it before the draft. Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones 
are up there with somebody who does know what he's doing and Will McClay, who, I mean, if you, were gonna, if you wanted to win, just let him draft the players. Which I get it. You know, it's, it'd be really interesting to get him in an honest moment. Like he could be a GM pretty much anywhere. Um, but he probably is paid handsomely. He has job security. I, I get I it. So. I get why you'd stay in that situation. You'd hope so, yeah, but I hope so. At the same time, Jerry Jones at any moment can just do what he wants and it could be awful. <laughs> I mean, it's year in and year out. Um, they, they, they saved him against himself with Johnny Manziel in 2014. Uh, I don't know. It just, it just seems like the way that, that organization is constructed, something is going to go wrong. Right, you're gonna you're gonna pay a running back all that money, Zico Elliott. I just you paid Amari Cooper all that money. It's I, I get it. They just have all the money to spend, but like at some point, some bad decisions add up. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't think the cap is real, and their drafts have been okay, you've got got an excellent quarterback who put up amazing numbers. I mean, he he completed almost seventy percent of his passes for so five hundred yeah. yards, thirty seven touchdowns, but it's there was still something missing at home in the playoffs against San Francisco. I think, you know, I always talk about the four things, owner, GM, head coach, quarterback. You know, you look at Dallas, the owner will spend money, but let's face it. Is he, do you feel he's stable as a GM on the head coach? Do you like Mike McCarthy? Right. Quarterback. Good. So, okay. Two out of four, maybe Tampa. There's one major question in Tampa and I I hope the guys go put the head coach. Hmm. Does that change things? You know, he's unproven as a head coach. No, I shouldn't say he's unproven. I like him as I should. Let me take that back. Cause I do like, I thought he did pretty well for the Jets, but this is still a new team, new situation. So, you know, but he did – I always thought he – I thought he did a decent job with the Jets. It's pretty but I still think it's a question mark taking over, you know, just taking over. And yeah. so how much did Arians have to do with the offense? Now it's going to be just left, which – because, you know, Bowles is a defensive guy. So I mean, it was definitely a power struggle, right? Like Brady – we have to read like between that. the lines a little bit. Brady yeah. didn't want Arians. No. He's going they to have more go. say with that offense. It sounds. It just sounds like that Miami thing was real. It does. What if the Bill Belichick text was really a, a way of him kiboshing all of that and blowing it up? <laughs> I mean, is Bill Belichick really going to accidentally text? So, think about your own lives out there. I mean, maybe it's happened to all of us once or twice in our life. Yeah. But like yeah, to yeah. a colleague in the NFL talking about jobs, is he it really screwing that up? It can happen. Oh. I don't know. It can happen though. But I, it can. It can. I love a good conspiracy though. We all. That's do. a really good one though. I like that one. You know, Dallas also took Sam Williams, DN, Ole Miss, and if if you go through his history, holy shit, there's a lot there. Like, a lot. oh, like, yeah, Bob covered it in the draft series. Um, yeah, there were teams, several teams who didn't even, didn't even have him on the draft board. And one of them kind of joked that, yeah, watch, watch Jerry Jones take him in Dallas and they take him in the second round. 
and it was very celebratory in that draft room. Look, he's talented. You know, scouts say that, but it's was kind of like one mess up after another from high school to college, but it's, it's bigger than that uh, without getting into Scary. too much detail, like his home life and where he came from. And he almost didn't have a chance um, with the way his upbringing was. So yeah, it, we've seen Jerry yeah. Jones do this right year in year out. And once in a while it hits more often than not, it backfires when he takes these character gambles. Um, I don't know. I don't. It, it's it's weird though. I mean, I might as well jump into one of my teams. So I think. Yeah, I want to hear. Yeah, I want to hear your team. I mean, Philadelphia yeah. would be the team that takes advantage of a Dallas backslide. This really is, would. You're definitely going. You're going against the. I think you're going against the public opinion right now. They seem to be um, a team people are excited about. Like, yeah, I'm more lukewarm on it just because I. I'm with you. I like Jalen Hurts. I don't know if as a franchise you're in a position to go all in on him. And I mean, God, I just said how Miami was smart, right. For surrounding Tua with all these weapons. So part of me gets it, you know, you've got a quarterback on a rookie deal, take advantage of it, spend, spend. Um, But I don't know. I, I guess I wouldn't be surprised if they won the division, right. Because the giants are in total reconstruction mode. Washington will see. I mean, they're trying to win, but they're doing it with a quarterback that Indianapolis couldn't wait to just give away. So I could see Philly win the division. I just, I don't know. There's just something missing there. I I guess I'm not there yet with Hertz. So it's more of a lukewarm. Yeah, I like it. The team, though, that I, I definitely am kind of out on would be Carolina. It just... I know what the plan is, right? Sam Darnold was a quarterback. I think we, I know I was pretty excited about this time last year. It seemed like, all right, finally, he's out of New York. He's away from Adam Gase. He's, he's got some talent around him. It's going to work out. And it started, started good for a few games. And then it just, it's just, it went South bad and fast. And I, I mean, we talked about Tua's decision making. This guy, it's hard to figure out. Darnold, it, 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 it's too consistent. I mean, he did it in college. Jets, Panthers. I mean, you go five and eleven with Teddy Bridgewater. You go five and twelve with Sam Darnold. It's just, I mean, you you bring back Cam Newton along the way, and he. He lost five games, and that was one of the worst, uninspiring. That was bad. And you've got some pieces, right? You've got they a DJ Moore. Serious, they have serious Bobby weapons. Anderson, Christian mm-hmm. McCaffrey, um, Hubbard as a number two. I, they they could be a serviceable quarterback away from at least. Being yeah. around 500. Could, could, Donald, I just, could Donald take it? I mean, it was his, could you do the old, it was his first year in their, in their offense? <laughs> You're like, you so, can't. <laughs> I've got his numbers up here for those who just, you know, rightfully <laughs> so chose not to remember 
the Carolina Panthers 2021 season. Darnold went four and seven, completed just under 60%, about 2,500 yards, nine touchdowns, 13 picks, 71.9 rating, which is really bad in today's NFL. He was sacked 35 times in 11 starts. It's watching him, it was just, they were, the offense was like, it was just chaos. Like it wasn't. Well, they made Joe Brady the scapegoat, right? So he got fired. Do you think he was the issue there? Don't know. If we're not there, we don't know. It's hard to say, that right? Definitely is, that's that's the old. I mean, but that is always the first sign of. Now it's you put yourself. Now it's on you if the offense doesn't work. McCaffrey only played seven games. I mean, they could definitely line up their own excuses if they so chose. But I well, they're they're going to sit there and say they didn't. They didn't like what Brady was doing. McCaffrey's hurt. Donald's first year we didn't like the offense I can you know I can fix it you know that's what rules saying I mean you could see where they can spin it to let's take one more chance I guess with Arnold but it just feels like they're like you know Jack and Titanic in the water (laughs) trying to grab a hold of that door and he's hanging on and he can't get on the door I, I you watched the movie. I think he probably could have got on that door, right? There was enough room. Yeah. Kate Winslet probably could have done it. Got but it. he just kind of he, right now. He's just kind of like this, you know. He's just kind of most of most of the Carolina Panthers' body is in that uh, freezing, deathly cold water, and they're just kind of waiting to die, right? I I don't really care what else is going on in the roster. There's some good. There's a lot to. I mean, there. There's some things to like about Carolina. That defense, have. that defense was tough. That defense yeah. was really tough. You like got they some have players. Rusher, they have, yeah, they do. They have some players. Brian Burns, great draft pick, right? Yeah. It's just, it's just the court. We talk about it. it's, it's the quarterback. Like Hertz is a question mark in Philly. Darnold is a question mark in Carolina. So what's the plan though? I mean, do you just want to be bad this year? And, and I mean, people are already hyping up next year's draft class. You're just going to try to. They probably don't see themselves as being bad because of the, the other things are in place. I mean, the Eagles mm-hmm. made the playoffs last year. Yeah. They've got some smart football people there. I mean, if you're looking for a silver lining, you know, we, we've been talking a lot about front offices. It, it seems like it, right? Scott, Fitterer as the GM now. I like Scott. I always thought he he always was. I always enjoyed my. I didn't know him real well, but I always enjoyed talking to him. Dan Morgan, like a, assistant GM. Yeah, they got Dan. Uh, I don't know Dan that well. Um, I think he's got good instincts from what I've heard. Anyways, it just thinks I, I feel like they've got some good football people there. You know, they, they they're built in a sound way, but and it it always comes back to the quarterback. And the coach. Do, What's the plan? The, yeah, and the and coach. Yeah. the coach. Yeah. Those are some major. Working <laughs> in their favor, though, is the NFC. And there's it is. a lot of unknown in, in the entire conference. Yeah. Atlanta is going with Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter. Um, although, I honestly, there's some optimism there. I mean, you've got two Big targets now in Kyle Pitts. Uh, yeah. They, Drake London. I kind of like that. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, but, yeah, Carolina, we'll see. I know Matt Corral 
sounds like, you know, Manziel 2.0. Um, not sure if he's going to be your savior at quarterback. Uh, ben McAdoo, OC. He's back. He might be good. I don't know. It's wild. I don't know. I mean, I covered him in Green Bay. It seemed like Mike McCarthy was really trying to hype him up, talk him up, build his own like mini coaching tree and get McAdoo the job that he got right with New York. And it didn't work out. You know, there was people who say he was banging the table for Patrick Mahomes and he knew he'd be a stud, but when it came to the offense, it was quite basic. How different is the offense going to look than what we saw in New York with McAdoo and Carolina? There was no misdirection. There was no motion. There was just very little unpredictability back then. You've got the players that lend itself to some unpredictability. McCaffrey can do everything. Um, it'll be that, interesting to see how things change. I don't know enough about it. <clears throat> that style of offense, but could that be a good thing for Darnold where if it's not too whatever, if they're making things real, you know, I don't want to say, I hate the word simple for him, but if they're trying to work in his favor to make, to cut down on turnovers and, and lean on McCaffrey more, even though he never stays healthy. But like you said, I like their number two too. That team is a good team. They really are the quarterback and coach though, are the major question marks. Eventually, Jack's going to run out of oxygen on that door, Jim, if you don't have a quarterback. <laughs> what if I told you I never really watched that movie? You've never seen Titanic. All-time classic. It just seems... I, I feel like I know it. I yeah, never I mean, I'm not going to... No, but I, I never was into it, so I was like... Hmm. You know what, though? I think that when it was coming out i can't remember who the actor was he was big in the 90s and you've never heard of most people haven't heard him today people listening might know but he turned down the role of jack whoever this guy was and then his career kind of went and then leonardo dicaprio was kind of an unknown took that role and obviously his career blew up but i think it was probably because of the reason you didn't really get into the movie this actor was probably thinking Titanic, that's gonna flop, right? Like, that's the, we all we all know how it ends, right? <laughs> and, all, like, and, man, it uh, never yeah, didn't really work out. Made, made a lot of money, you know. I know that's one thing. It was like uh, Independence Day too with Will Smith. That was big in the night. I thought that was terrible. I couldn't get through that. Oh man! Well, we're talking about teams we that might not be as good. And we're talking about movies that, you know, I didn't think were as good as. I'll say this too. I'm looking at the Panthers coaching staff, their, their mug shots, uh, former Syracuse head coach, Paul Pascoloni is their D line coach, which I didn't even know. He just started no, this season. That. His picture might be the best mug shot picture I've seen of an NFL head coach. Jim. He looks horrified. It looks like Paul Pascoloni is literally looking at a ghost in his picture. He look, pull it up right now, everybody. And he like, it's like he's saying, holy shit, get me out of here. I got to run. It's great. But uh, I don't know. Maybe he knows D-line. Maybe he knows how to get after the quarterback. <laughs> right? You see it? 
Oh, that's good, man. Uh, <laughs> it go, now, I, he would be another guy I would talk about. Like we talk about, I just don't understand how he wouldn't want to just retire and enjoy his life. <laughs> exactly. That was the last time Syracuse football was worth a damn, too. Like when, it was, when yeah, he was the coach. He's done, he's done it all. Like you're, I can't believe he's, he wants to coach the D line. 72 years old, 73 in August. Um, where's he been? Uh, he started coaching in 1972, Jim. So he's working on his fifth decade. And I mean, he he's kind of toggled between college and pro constantly throughout his whole career. It's kind of interesting, but anyways, he's scared of something. We got to get him on the pod, see what was happening when he took that shot. Maybe he can fill us in. There's a, there's an old movie. I'm looking at that picture called Spies Like Us with uh, Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd, old, old. But they they do this test, like, to be astronauts. And they get off the testing thing. Their hair was, like, their faces were, like, blown back. And their hair was blown back. Pascaloni looks like that in that picture. Like, he got off, like, astronaut training. Like, he can't believe. You just wonder, like, these does the guy taking the picture look at it and be like, hey, Paul, maybe we just try this one again. That was good. Or is it just snap, 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 like done? Maybe, you know what? Maybe he had Paul look at it and he said, I got to get back to film. I got this. I can't be wasting my time taking pictures for websites. I can't tell you how excited I am to follow their season. The Carolina Panthers, just based off this. (laughs) Best D-line ever coming at you now with Paul. Pascaloni, Matt Rule, Sam Darnold. Here we go. Anything else to add on the no, back? That's good. We good? Yeah, that was a good way to end it. That was good. We can't do any better than that. that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks everybody for hanging with us for this uh, two-parter. We're going to be back at Hamburg soon, hopefully this week. What do you say, Jim? Do a little Hamburg brewing, pound a few Louis. We know the answer to that on a day like this, that juice box, when it's hot out, pretty perfect combination i say we take it outside let's go outside i was just thinking we have to be out there best outdoor area at any brewing any brewery in western new york and beyond agreed thanks for listening everyone we appreciate it and we'd love it if you rated reviewed on apple spotify wherever you listen and we'll uh keep this podcast growing we've got some we've got some plans for 2022 so stay tuned Thanks, everyone.